So welcome everyone to Asian Powerhouse. And I'm Joyce. I'm a photographer, film producer, and podcaster. Very excited to be partnering with Asian. Uh, Co-hosting with me is Nicole, founder of Asian uh, NFT. Beautiful collection, uh, artwork by Mr. Hike. And joining us today is our guest, Isabel Lance, a CMO of Quote.ai. Uh, before I ask you a couple of questions, I'm going to hand it over to Nicole to say a few words and also uh, give more background about Asian. Yeah, so this is our second episode of Asian Powerhouse. I'm really excited to do this and really pleased to have Isabel, CMO of Quote here and Chris as well. Introduction of myself, my name is Nicole, I'm the founder of Asian and we are all about representing Asians and women in the space. So we are an NFT project, really excited to share more about the space, talk about Quote. Awesome, thank you. And welcome Chris as well, I didn't realize, the so founder of Quote.ai, very excited to have you here. Thanks for the invite. Thank you. Um, so maybe you can start off uh, in terms of uh, letting us know a bit of background about Quote, um, uh, what can we expect from the platform and um, how did you start it? Wow, it's been a long journey. I've been in the crypto space since month one of Bitcoin, so I've been been around the block. Started building out uh, Quoth uh, quite some time ago. Uh, it's a pretty robust project, so we're indexing uh, every NFT in existence and creating an authentication protocol as well as a search index, kind of like a Google for NFTs. We've added artificial intelligence in there, and so that's kind of a top level uh, view. Got some other cool things like real-time rarity that we're, we're adding. Yeah, we built a team, started started years ago on the concept, but uh, just recently when we found the Binance Smart Chain, you know, we could do it a little bit easier. I am definitely not an Ethereum maximalist. Paying $400 for gas fees, uh, once we saw that, we, we had to put a hold on the entire project until we could find a chain that could do this properly and not burn our clients' pockets every time they press the, the mint or buy or or, you know, authenticate button. So we launched on Binance Smart Chain and we're all squared away. We're kind of onboarding NFT collections right now for our beta testing. And what that does is it trains our AI and our neural nets to do deep learning our search queries. And that's going to help spin up a whole different aspect of NFT kind of research. And that's kind of the, the gist of the, of the platform is that anybody that's a newbie or an advanced NFT trader can come to our platform, semantically type in what they're looking for if they want to do it that way real quick, like uh, HN black background. And all of your NFT collection backgrounds will, will pop up right away instead of going through the the filter system which will still be there but you know you could just find anything if you're looking for a blue cat nft and you want to find the best blue cat nft in the world and buy it you can just semantically type it in and our algorithm will pull all the relevant blue cat nfts and put them in order of relevance and you can sift through them nice and easily just as you would on on a google search so that's kind of what we're up to over here yeah working real hard and We've got a long road ahead, but uh, we're building it one block and one partner at a time. That sounds amazing. So the Google search for NFT. And but let me um, introduce and uh, ask also Isabel to introduce herself. Hi, y'all. Thank you for having me. I've been with Quant for a couple of months now. I entered Web3, I would say. During the pandemic, during the first year of the pandemic, entered in the Bitcoin side of things, worked on in an exchange, uh, then DeFi. Yeah, now I'm with Quant. Super excited to be building infrastructure. The NFT space is not only 
booming right now, but I think it has a long way to go in the future. We're looking also ahead for mainstream adoption. Really excited to be here and to be building real things with the team. Earlier, I think you mentioned it's in beta testing that... A lot of the information is kind of learning from, uh, well, real-life NFT collections and partner information. So I know HN, obviously, is one of the partner collection on your platform. Chris, can you explain a little bit more how that works and like how long does it take to then get to a majority of all the NFT collections out there? Yeah, so we're just doing a deep, deep dive learn and training that machine learning, as I mentioned earlier. And as we onboard uh, select NFT partnerships, that NFT collection will open up to that NFT community and rewards and NFTs will be given for the community that helps train our neural nets. So it's a pretty simple process. Uh, there's a little frown face or a smiley face on, on the NFT you know, collection that you have. And as they type in anything, so if they type in, you know, Asian black background, Asian green hair, whatever that somebody wants to search for, they can start training the neural nets. And as those NFTs come up, some of them are going to be wrong and you have to put the little frowny face on. Rewards will be given for community members that do it frequently and do it accurately. And our system can track that. And after a three or four day open beta or closed beta process, we, we round up the statistics and we say, this wallet is the most active, most accurate. You're given X NFT and X amount of quote token and, and so on and so forth. So it's a fairly easy concept on the closed beta. Once we finalize all our closed betas, probably in about a month, uh, then we'll open the a public facing MVP up. Anybody can jump on the, the protocol, do some search, do some rarity. And we start to build the bells and whistles on top of that, which I can explain a little bit later as we go through this of what is uh, to come down the road, which is just amazing tools for the NFT community. Wow. And is it, it's all the chains, right? As I understand. So it's not just the ETH NFTs, but all different blockchains into the search engine. Yeah, we're, we're starting with Ether and EVM compatible on OpenSea, and then the rest come real easy. I mean, there's a lot of NFTs out there and we're indexing every single one of them on every chain, but we're starting with the most relevant stuff. And it's usually, you know, the top 100 collections or top 500 collections on OpenSea. And then we kind of just narrow it down from there and then hit everything all at once after that on Binance Chain, Phantom, Avalanche, uh, Matic, and uh, our roadmap kind of goes through which chains are going to be hit after that. So it's a pretty pretty straightforward process. There's not a ton of NFTs on those other chains, so that spins up real quick. That is actually really interesting, you know. Like when I when I found out about Quilt, because to me, I do buy a lot of NFTs, and most of my NFTs, I would tend to look for like the pink tone because I do love pink. I would imagine if this is a tool that is handy that I can just jump on and go search like pink pastel or like yellow background NFT and then all of them will pop up it's gonna save me so much time so this is something really cool it's just that so will it be like a manual process so you would ask your members to go and look at other NFT projects and be like okay go and select pink background and report it back to me things like that then you'll need to put it into the system is that how it correct is? yeah right now That's it's a, a manual process yeah, well, that's why we're we're getting, you know, a lot of NFT communities to pitch in and help us train the, the neural nets uh, and then get rewarded for that. Basically, we're doing a CAPTCHA style training mechanism for the machine learning. And it doesn't take too long. Once they learn a million data sets, it, it just it's artificial intelligence it starts spinning on its own. So the search just becomes completely automated after that. 
and it's just maintenance on the on the algorithm. So yeah, we're just doing some training to do the advanced uh, search uh, terms right now. Um, the AI also has image recognition. So as you're typing in, it doesn't just pull the 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 on-chain data. It'll pull what it sees in the image as well. And the algorithm will, will kind of do its thing on what should be shown. It's hard for the machine to know what it's doing right now. We need the human input. All artificial intelligence needs human input at first, and then it does its artificial intelligence. So, so that's kind of you know, what we're doing right now for the next four weeks is, is just training, creating those data sets. And then after that, it'll be a fairly automated search. Well, that is a really interesting concept. You know, I do see how this tool can be handy because even for our project, because we do have a lot of different traits and even for tra traditional costumes, we do have like the, the Japanese and the Korean traditional costumes and they look pretty similar, but then they are different. Um, imagine if we have like a tool where you can just search like, oh, Korean hanbok, right? And then all of the traits will like come out. I think that is something really handy. I do have one question. So like what inspired you to like start this, you know, because this is, this is not so something like a random person will just like create like oh is there anything that was a problem so this is why you came out with it no no i was building this well before the word nft even existed uh, i was going to index what was called back then i term, termed as digital assets uh, the nft just didn't exist back in 2017 at first i was going to index um, every quote in existence you know famous quotes by philosophers or yeah famous yeah. Like, people like in pinterest and stuff it was like a correct thing everybody was like looking for inspirational quote yeah Ex exactly and where i got the inspiration was i was uh, i was at university the quote as, as social media gained popularity the quote accuracy just went to hell and back there is so many misquotes out there and so many misauthored quotes out there it's crazy and there's hundreds of millions of quotes at first i was going to index all the quotes in existence uh, to help academia and as uh, the ether gas fees went from <laughs> this is going to sound this is going to date me a little bit 20 cents we were working on a business model of 20 cent ether gas a lot of you probably don't even know what i'm talking about right now 20 cent ether gas overnight spiked to two dollars and we were like this is dead. Crypto's dead. Ethereum's dead. This is not going to work. Nobody can run a business on $2 gas fees. And we shelved the project, not until Binance Smart Chain came along with the free gas. Then we came back online and said, okay, wait a minute. There's a new thing called an NFT right now that's, oh, that's going to be way more popular than indexing every quote in, in existence. Let's index all the NFTs first and then move into academia on a roadmap. So that's kind of the progression of how we chose NFTs. I've just been in the space so long, it kind of just went in that direction. I'm a huge NFT DJ. I got NFTs everywhere. I love the space. That's kind of where the passion comes from building this team in and around NFTs. And just right now, there's a huge gap for this product. I mean, it just doesn't exist out there. It's a very fragmented industry. You know, there's there's rarity tools, regular Google search that you can try to search NFTs. Then there's OpenSea, which you can only search collections. It's a very uneven playing field and you got to go to different places to get your information. So what we're building is one, one authentication protocol that does it all. And when we have that index, we will be able to stop all the scams. 
That's a huge one. And the frauds, because there's so many frauds on, on OpenSea right now that OpenSea doesn't even care anymore. There, there's 20,000, you know, NFTs being minted an hour on OpenSea. It might even be more now or less. I'm not sure, but that's what that's what our data pulled. They don't have the resources or team, which is crazy because they're a billion dollar company to try to stop this automatically. So we're building our API authenticator to say, you know, this NFT is original or this NFT is a fraud. So it's really going to help a lot of people buy NFTs that can't really do the research and don't have time to do the research to see if it's real. And that's another huge aspect of the growth protocol is the authenticator. You know, a newbie coming in this space can get scammed so easily by getting sold a fraud even otc trade two weeks ago i don't know if you saw that a board ape owner they did an otc trade deal and he got scammed half a million dollars of his board apes he traded to another guy it was a scam the scammer just basically photoshopped a, a check mark over the picture and the guy didn't do any research on chain nothing and he sent him all his board apes and they got scammed it, it ex still exists and we're here to bridge that solution to really stop this problem because it just there's nothing out there that exists right now to stopping this scam and fraud problem as well no that's amazing because okay, i was gonna say as well at any level right as a newbie i only joined about two months ago in the space and yeah you just have to be so careful so diligent right? so everything's like oh my god what's going on i'm gonna read through the discord and people putting notes and luckily a lot of people are very nice at least they put notes and say hey do this or all the collections will have a section to say okay how do you avoid scam basic level right no this is amazing to know that you know you're doing this and there's a central place to be able to kind of look for that information, have it authenticated and check check it out. So maybe you can explain a little bit more. How, how does that happen and how how could you, you know, how, how did it catalog all that information and really kind of give that authentication? Is it going to be a scoring system? Is how, how would a user see it quickly, I guess, that this is the right one I'm buying? So there's two ways that you can buy. It, it's either we already give the check mark and it's authenticated. We've run all the tests. This is the original there's no scam on this. Number two, we've made an API, a pretty easy widget that you can drag and drop. Let's say if you're a new artist, for example, and you just have one, P one NFT that you want to sell, you can drag and drop it straight into the search bar. And if you want to authenticate it, you can, it's kind of like a MetaMask pull down. You'll pay your nominal fee of 50 cents or, or whatever it's going to be. It's going to be very cheap. And our system will scan all those NFTs to make sure that your NFT is original. So if it's not, and you're really close, we'll pull up all the NFTs that our AI uh, scans and says, listen, you're about 90% original. Just look at these NFTs underneath here to make sure you're not just completely copying them. And sometimes it is. There's so many NFTs out there and, and, the, and it's going to be growing exponentially moving forward that artists just don't know that they're kind of frauding or pulling ideas from another collection or another artist. So that is two ways kind of that we can authenticate and help the NFT community. And as we go into Web3 and start to authenticate everything. So any NFT in existence will be on our, our, our index. And if you're a musician, for example, you can upload your MP3. If it passes our authentication process, that gives you pretty good confidence that you can now take it to either, well, if you're going to go the record label way, or you can sell your NFT as an original art piece. You won't have any copyright infringement or trademark infringements legally. We're creating the base framework right now, the infrastructure of just the ba base JPEGs. You know, NFTs are moving in a totally crazy speed and, and direction into the real world already. Like we're, we're, we've been talking with the largest 3D 
printer manufacturer in the world. They have 150,000 3D printers around the world, and they're changing all their blueprints to NFTs, but there's no, there's no infrastructure. There's no authenticator to, to authenticate that those are, in fact, the original copies as they transfer and, and the new owner agrees to buy them. Just to give you, you know, some insight on some real-world applications that, that's already happening in the NFT space, that's kind of a, a cool one that, that we've come across and, and kind of partnered with. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to this. And yeah, uh, that is I I feel like that is really 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 cool to know because yeah. our project we have sold out like three months ago, and until today we haven't gotten verified. We have submitted like a few times, and because there is so many other fake collections on OpenSea, because we are not verified, it's I mean it's really hard because people do that scam, and then most of the, of the time they will like DM us and let us know, and then we just feel really bad and sorry. Um, so definitely you know, if you guys can provide that kind of service in the market where you can authenticate projects, then that would solve so many issues. Also, a really crazy thing is that we had a bespoke collection on OpenSea and they actually took it down. We have no idea why, but now we have to manually mint it up. Like OpenSea, I mean, can be quite insane sometimes. Well, that's crazy. You didn't know that. Yeah. You know, you're at the mercy of the marketplaces. We're kind of the, the conduit to to try to make it authenticate you know faster you know if you're an unverified nft collection i mean it's probably hindering sales because the trust factor is just you know newbies are just it's it's hard for them to to press that buy button it's an unverified collection right could could be a scam so we're here to try to bridge that gap and build some confidence in and around you know collections and and the entire nft space because you know there is a lot of fraud OpenSea does certain things because of fraud but they also do things for no reason (laughs) nobody can explain and it hurts you know, just like you said, you got to do that all over again. It is what it is. This is where we are in the NFT space right now. We're, we're so early. You know, we see all these little gaps and all these little things that you, that you speak of coming down the roadmap. It's not going to be right away. Google wasn't built in, in, in three months. So we're in the same, same spot. We got to take our chunks and build them out as, as the demand comes in. Yeah, we plan on building some pretty cool stuff. Like I don't have the time during the day. Well, I sit on our protocol looking at rarity now because we've come up with with a different rarity score than than all the other ones. And this is a conversation that we're going to start to circulate in the NFT community is who are you really trusting for NFT rarity scores? We've come to the conclusion that you know rarity tools, rarity sniper, all them sniffer, they all have different rarity, which is crazy because rarity is somewhat 99.99% mathematical. It should not be a, a discussion of why are certain traits or certain collections different on one site than the other and we have come in with a very phd mathematical approach to this and and we're coming up with our own rarity that's that's different but as you dig down into the middle of the pack rarity is jumping all over the place across the board with all these different sites so we looked into this and said wait a minute has anybody audited these sites is rarity tools just some fringe person that just spun up a website and everybody's just kind of going off their math. Just be aware that the NFTs you're holding right now in any collection, we're spinning up different data and the data is sometimes crazy, drastically changing. 
So that NFT you hold right now that could be worthless, could be worth something in the future as we spin out our own rarity that will be third-party verified by um, some pretty heavy hitters. I know I'm rambling here, but it's just stuff. Every day we come up with new things and, and we find new holes in, in the NFT industry. And, and that's a huge one we, we have found. I feel that we are all on the right track. And at the same time, um, you know, because we did list our project on Rarity Tools. And when I found out like the cost that, that we need to pay, it was two ETH back then, two ETH per project. So I'm not sure if they changed the price. But to think of like 6,000 US dollars just to be listed among like an upcoming list, it's a lot of money. So that is also something that I feel that needs to be changed, you know, because it's, it's literally just putting us up on like a listed project and obviously overcharging. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so we're doing, we're doing free listing and rarity. The reason for that is we, at this point we have to, because we're scanning the blockchain, you know, 24 hours a day, the AI is scanning it. So if there's a new new set of NFTs out there, we have to index it or else it doesn't exist. Right. So we can do rarity score within about one to two hours of mint and list it immediately for collections. And as the automated process gets better and better, as we move into the summer and fall, it'll just be an automatic kind of process. We're kind of looking at rarity tools and rarity cipher as like the Yahoo of 1998. I don't know if, I don't know how old you, you women are, but I was around in 1998 searching on Yahoo. This is what it's compared to. We're kind of going into the 2020 of Google search compared to what rarity tools is, is offering right now. Right. So. Well, totally, totally makes sense. And it sounds the more I hear about it, it's really beneficial to everyone, right? So those who are users, uh, individual users buying, you know, NFT collecting to uh, obviously the NFT uh, collection founders, uh, because from Nicole, I imagine, you know, there's all these challenges as well. But for those who are setting up the collection, making sure the rarity is certified and uh, the collection is certified and all that it trickles down. So it's, it's amazing. It sounds like it's solving a lot of problem from everyone's point of view. So at least a question in terms of like, well, how um, then how do you get in the word out of course then you know you have conversations but um are there specific efforts and marketing efforts that get the features out um so what are your next um steps for from the marketing perspective um so i guess i can jump in here um we are collaborating with top-notch kols and you could say crypto influencers to get the word out until now we were focused on you know building the close beta and making sure that what we're presenting is up to our standards so so we've been, since the IDO, a little bit quieter, just trying to build stuff. Now that, that we are basically launching, we, we have launched the closed beta and we'll be launching the public beta in about four, six, eight weeks. You will see all of this conversation around quote coming up. We have some cool video reviews coming up. I mean, I can't say say names, but all of this is happening and it's happening now. We're just giving the preview to the partner collections such as yourselves. Afterwards, we'll be just, you know, start the word of mouth campaign and just going full on to make sure that everyone is hearing about us because it's not just a pump and dump project. I think it's something that the space really, really needs. And once people hear about this, I mean, it has been our experience with every single person we've talked to. Everyone gets super excited. So we're just going that way. Of course, you can always find out about what we're doing during the week, during the month. Right now we have some events. I invite everyone that is listening to check out our Discord. 
or check out our site. Right now we have a contest going on to get a spot for the whitelist. Everyone that joins will get whitelisted by default. On top of that, we're giving away 1000 US dollars worth of quote to seven winners. And we're planning to attend different events. We were at NFTLA a couple of weeks ago and we're just assessing which other conferences we'll be attending this year. Um, so in, in terms of that coming up like what are the kind of challenges right so you said like you know getting the word out but both from what are the main challenges so far in terms of building this moving it forward either whether it's you know uh, working with partners or convincing partners uh, getting to the market Uh, what are the key challenges and how do you uh, overcome that you know we're just building one step at a time and one NFT partner at a time right now. We've got a whole backlog of AMAs, a whole backlog of NFT onboarding for closed betas. So once we just get through our initial machine learning data set inputs, it it should go a lot quicker. You know, marketing is always a challenge. It's, uh, you know, right now in the crypto space, NFTs got whacked. You know, some NFT collections are down 90%. The crypto space in general seems very hollow right now. There's, there seems to be a lot of excitement, but there's no volume. And we're going through a consolidative phase. So marketing is, is tough because, you know, everybody's back to work out of, you know, out of the COVID mindset and, and back to work, back in offices, driving around. They're not sitting at home clicking buttons on, you know, BSC coins and NFTs anymore. The, the market has changed and you can see it. The volumes are down and, and the interest in just everything is, is down a lot. So we're just building. We're building slowly. We're building methodically. We're building for free, meaning you know, we're building this protocol for the NFT market, for the NFT space. We're not charging anything at this point for any of our services. The only service that we will kind of charge for is called Stake to Advertise. So just like Google, I mean, we, we, we will make revenue off of advertising. So we've done it kind of in a different way, though. If you want to advertise with us with a banner ad or keyword search terms in our search database, we're opening up our liquidity pool to stake in our liquidity pool to advertise. So it's not going to cost you anything other than buying some token, pairing it with BNB, and it just sits in our liquidity pool. You can get advertising rights for that, whether it's impressions, whether it's keyword search terms per, you know, per click. And we're kind of building out an advertising model, you know, that'll still help the NFT community greatly because this model is, is pretty cool. Say you're, you're, a, you're a new artist and you just have a couple pieces of, of, of artwork that you want to, to, to get in front of people. We are offering the cheapest possible advertising known in the NFT space right now. If you want to tie up the search term. Let's say you you built a blue cat again. You be, you think you just made the best blue cat NFT in existence, but you're just a nobody, right? You you just started. You're just a starving artist, and you have no idea how to market. You have no idea how to do any of that stuff. You can now come to Quoth, stake for extremely small amount of money. We're talking like sometimes dollars for for the keywords that you want. If somebody searches blue cat NFT, yours will come up first for pennies on the dollar and you could sell your NFT because of that advertising technique. So it's not really out there in the marketplace right now. We're just building and building and building in this kind of lull of of the NFT time zone right now, you know, waiting for the next bull run. And, you know, we've got, we have challenges. You know, we had the biggest challenge uh, a month ago when we launched our token. We launched our token the day of the, the Russian invasion. So, 
it's like we we've spent all this marketing money you know for our launch we had two great launch partners oxbow and red kite huge attention it was supposed to be the 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 launch of 2022 and it was completely muted everybody was watching the russian invasion we completely lost our launch and five days later you know crypto came back on and things started to get better but we lost our launch and that's a huge challenge because as a company you're supposed to make a bunch of you know it's just to make some money on the launch and get a lot of eyeballs on the launch and we didn't get anything we we were muted by you know what seems to be the start of the third world war or just a you know the war in general and we got caught up in that on top of that if, if any entrepreneurs are listening, imagine that a war breaks out. You just launched your project the day of. Nobody sees your project. On top of that, all your devs, 15 of them, seven on the AI side and eight on the front end solidity and, and uh, full stack side, are all in Minsk, Belarus. Minsk, Belarus joins Russia and our devs start to get drafted into the war. They had to flee and go to Poland. So it's it was a crazy six weeks, you know, that we just went through. But, you know, nobody sees that stuff. They just, people just say, hey, when's the protocol coming? When's all the bells and whistles coming? When's the index coming? But nobody sees all this stuff in the background, which are normal business challenges. Uh, so if you're asking about challenges, we had the hugest challenge in the last month, the day of launch. And we, we conquered it. The guys are you know, safe and sound in Poland. And uh, we're starting to build out what we wanted to build out just a little bit delayed wow that that is a major challenge and i'm glad everyone's safe on your team and um, i guess just like an entrepreneur you guys are you know powering through and move on right move, move, move forward uh, and continue building so that's that's great to hear as well but will you be doing another launch yeah we're, we're kind of just doing our mini launches you know with our nft collections you know close the closed beta launches we're just onboarding you know one community at a time and and the great mm -hmm. thing about what we're doing is it gives the rewards to the community they know how to navigate our protocol and eventually nobody's going to go back to the current sites out there for their rarity it's all going to be fenced in with with our protocol we're just going to build it one community at a time that's great too and i see i, I think within the nft community definitely that works very well you know also like building the community and kind of having that slower but steady movement i mean of course there's some that just kind of comes out big and then and may or may not stay it seems like the current trend right even with nft collection is just kind of the steadier ones picking up steam and picking up followers and believers along the way so so maybe after the public launch right so you mentioned there's the beta second beta and then public launch and after that what what is the kind of sweetest six-month um, mission and goal for the company? Yeah, so we're really working on the search index. So the indexing every NFT in existence sounds easy, but it's not. So that is what we're diving into and, and compiling. We got about 90% of OpenSea already indexed kind of going through those data sets and making sure those are all properly uh, in the infrastructure. Bells and whistles. It's, you know, we're going to be listening to the communities that are using a protocol. And if they want a tool or a widget that helps them gain an edge in their research, then we're going to add it. So, you know, all these conversations that we have right now, you know, the other day we had a base fish mafia, their community were like, you know, I work all day. I don't have time to check. Can you send us an SMS if the floor or a certain NFT that we choose goes below my price target, can you send me an SMS? So we're taking all these uh, ideas and then we're going to slowly put them into the roadmap and, and build them out. Another one was, listen, I don't want to do any research. 
I, I, I don't have time to sit in front of, you know, your platform and scroll through thousands of NFT collections and try to find the best one. I don't know what I'm doing. Listen to this, Alpha. Can you just give me a button where it says buy the most undervalued NFT? You click the button and it just buys it. It opens your MetaMask and it buys. It doesn't even care what collection it is. Our algorithm will tell you, yep, right now, based on current trends, buying and selling and listings, this is what you should buy. So we're building those easy kind of newbie buttons where we're taking all the and you know examples of what we hear on every AMA and, and putting them on that, that roadmap to, to make the experience easier, make it better. And at the end of the day, we just want to buy NFTs that are great art, great utility, and hopefully that NFT goes up in value if that's what you're after. Some people aren't after that, and that's cool. You just want to buy the best art piece that's that that's cool a lot of speculators in the space just want to snipe stuff quicker than anyone else and and we are going to be building tools for everybody that is really exciting you know if you have that tool i would definitely use it that would save so much time because there are times where i just had to open like you know 10 to 20 tabs just to compare each project and be like okay what is good to buy like we don't have enough of these tools out there in the market and there is so many people buying nfts every day and it takes up so much time so much research that you need to do you know not just to find like like good ones that are like kind of on discount or like undervalued right but you will need to kind of vet and see which one is the legit one and then you know with with open they don't verify all projects it makes things even harder so this is really exciting you know really excited to be partnered with you hopefully we can have the tools out there where our members can just go to cope and just search like just traits of like pink background and all these will come out it will definitely save everyone so much time yeah that's what we're here to do and uh just talk to isabel after we'll get you set up for a, a closed beta and get this to your community help us spin up uh, some data and we're we're good to go yeah looking now, forward I, for it we would love to hear from anybody listening right now if they're looking for a certain widget or something in the NFT space that's not there that we could help, you know, implement and make their lives easier. If, if anybody has been itching to ask us anything, I would love to hear from one of your listeners. Uh, well, I would like to ask if there's any closing words from, from both of you and Nicole, but you can start with Isabel. Well, first of all, thank you uh, to the ancient team for having us. First of all, super excited that we're building this and that to have you on board. But beyond that, I think something that it's really important is that we're, you are giving the space to women in tech, which is something that I know I come from normal land. There, it's already difficult for women in tech to, to, to have the same success as men. So I think... You guys are doing a, a great job by having these conversations, you know, inviting people, not only women, but, you know, all the basically minorities. So I'm, I'm super excited to have collections that, you know, are pushing not this narrative, but this movement. Like I said earlier, just building this one FT community at a time. And we'd be grateful if your community would be, be meshing with ours and we can collaborate together uh, very quickly on on this and move move this NFT space forward together. But at the same time, we want to bring more attention to to your artwork and your collection. I mean, that's what we're ultimately here for, right? is to get more eyeballs on your collection so more people hold your NFTs and, and grow your community as well. So grateful to have us on. We thank you very much. And again, if there's any questions or anything, anything, come into our Discord. We've got a biz dev team. If you, if you know of any other NFT collections that 
think they could benefit from a closed beta or a partnership, just ping us in Discord and, and get us in touch with them. And uh, we will take on everybody all at once. Really happy to have Isabel and Chris here. I think not, not a lot of people realize that whatever that we're doing right now, we're actually laying the, like the stepping stone, like the foundation for the future. So this is a really exciting space. And I do agree with Chris is that, you know, sometimes people ask like, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do with like three to six months or a year? And most of the time I feel that because this space is so new, we don't know. I feel that even for myself, every day I'm just taking things one step at a time, just listening to the community and really listening to what people want so I think that is a good mindset that's why even for our project we don't really have a like roadmap to follow because I feel that if we want to succeed we will need to be fluid you know we will need to be able to kind of uh, adapt to changes but you will never know what will be the big thing next month and we will need to adapt to that you know quote because I do foresee that this will be huge tool for awesome. awesome thank you so much it's amazing thanks collection. everybody so I think you will be able to find something and you're looking forward to quote when it comes out too and, and testing the beta of course so thank you so much and thanks everyone for saying